When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Recording just so in progress. It's just so stern. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you, middle management in the South? Come on. Yeah, stop yelling at me. Stop. Claire, what are you drinking? Uh, this is uh, old fashioned. <gasps> you made an old fashioned? I did. Girl. Yeah. Okay, tell me how you did it. I bourbon. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of sugar. Some water, um, bitters, mm-hmm. and a cherry. I don't have an orange. But back in the day Good. when I lived in Oklahoma, I would make them. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I'm just going off memory. I didn't even look it up, but. Nice. See, Jacqueline is making, a, Jacqueline knows her way around an old fashioned as well. Jacqueline, you've made those for ages, right? Yeah. Yeah. You really, too. I've never made one. They're so good. I don't know. I don't know why I decided I wanted to learn one time, but I did. And then I hadn't done it for a long time. And then back at the start of the pandemic, remember one of the first times the three of us hung out in 2020, like in, I mean, the first time we were able to, we had all shared that we had gotten good at making at-home cocktails. Remember, like we were all figuring out how to make a margarita from scratch. And then maybe this is when you re-honed your skills about, you know, making an old fashioned since Oklahoma. Ugh, it was fun to learn. Um, are we going? <laughs> we should it? start officially. This is it. This is <laughs> it. Hi guys. <laughs> we just we just never introduce ourselves or say what this is, and we just keep talking. Is this it? If you don't know us by now, and that was a great segue, Claire. Thank you so much. Um, I'm pretty. It's pretty seamless. <laughs> pretty seamless. <laughs> Welcome to the A Block, everybody. Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline hanging out. Ex newscasters, now just free humans living our best mm, lives and mm. not getting up at two in the morning. Mm. Claire, do you still pinch yourself? You don't have to get up at two forty-five. I think about it almost every day. Yeah. No, I, and well, you think about it at night. Yeah. All the time. I think, do you think about it at night? I don't know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, so like, uh, uh, no, you don't. In the shower too. No, seriously. It it has to be so freeing. Like you're, you get home from work and like, that's when you would normally be going to bed. But now you're like, oh my God, I can like have a couple of drinks and like make dinner. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I get weirded out. I get weirded out now when I can text Claire past like 7 p.m. and she responds Yeah, because for years I would never even text you past like 630 or 7 because I was terrified of waking you up. But 
Yeah. So it had to be like a full-blown 911 emergency, which has happened. Okay. However, now like when happened. I could think, yes, it has happened. My God, maybe in another in a secret uh, burner podcast, we'll share a couple of times that that has happened. True, true. Worst of the worst moments, specifically one for Claire that will live in infamy. She literally sent a text that said 911. I had rolling off the couch onto the ground. I was in a state of oh panic my God. that oh. you... I can't describe. I can't describe. Can't describe. That's when Claire and I were both doing mornings and I was dead asleep. So I didn't see it till I got up at 245. Well, I don't think Claire had ever gone to bed because as soon (laughs) as I text and was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, Mr. Are you okay? She was like, no, I'm not well. I'm not well. I'm still not well. I was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, good. You know, what's happening now is a, I'm still struggling to stay up super late. Well, I'm sorry. No, I was struggling to stay up super late because prior in my other life, before TV, mm-hmm. I was always a night owl, like stay up so late, love to stay up, never go to bed before midnight. Just like, you know, I like to watch TV and then mm-hmm. do whatever. And then now, of course, I was trained or beaten into submission, I guess, of <laughs> going to bed early. <laughs> and so now I've had trouble staying up late, but now I feel like I've gotten to the point where I can stay up late, but now it's like, I can't fall asleep. I don't know. Oh. It's, 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 I think my body is just still, I think, I don't know. Or I'm just, I have issues that no, I, would think <laughs> I your need body to see would, a professional would about. still be like totally adjusting, you know? Maybe. I yeah. Know. I think it'll probably there's take a while. So many changes and, and the time change, like it's only one hour difference from oh, yeah, Kentucky Central now too, but that even kind of has a thing, but that plays into it. But I'm not complaining. I'm so happy that I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night anymore. I am so I'm going to share this now because I feel that I can finally, um, right. My last time. So I worked mornings as well. Um, like Claire did. And I was so excited. Like my last day on the morning show, I was like, Oh my gosh, I never have to get up at this time again. So I went out and I can't remember who I went out with that night. It was on like a Wednesday night and I was working the normal day side shift on like Thursday. I was so hungover on my first day of working a normal person shift. So I had to go back to work. I was still working at the same place, but I got so happy. It was like 7 PM. And I was like, let's do shots. I'll have wine. I'll do this. So I remember instead of feeling like, oh, I feel so good on this first day of work uh, that I got a full eight hours. I was so hungover. I was like, I'd kill to have gotten up at 245. That would have been easier today. <laughs> it was shameful. And, you know, so just be careful in your celebrations, everyone. Well, and now that we're just like, this isn't super scandalous, but I feel like it was never discussed. But like working that shift, I can't tell you how many times I woke up so late, was Mm -hmm. running into the station, was, had been awake for maybe 45 minutes by the time we went on air. And I was, you know, my hair was so dirty and my (laughs) makeup was so bad. I mean, just the, like the The days would be everything. It was just pandemonium on a good day and just nuts always. And I think back on that now and I'm like, what in the world? Like Mm -hmm. what in the world? It was just, why were we putting ourselves through that torture? It's not normal. Like, was it you Claire or was it someone else that told us one time they did a story? Cause obviously we worked in the news, did a story with like a sleep doctor. And they told you like that working overnights or mornings like we did was literally a sleep disorder. I, I don't think that was me, but it okay, was, maybe that was someone else that worked me like because that. I definitely it was a doctor damage. that was the, right. Wait, yeah, say that again. I, I, That's I, one of my favorite things you always say. 
Well, I, I, I said, I've definitely had brain damage from, from... <laughs> okay, guys on my bachelorette party last year, Claire, Jacqueline and I, and a bunch of my friends, we went to Charleston, South Carolina oh, last year, great. the second morning, we're all sitting there. We had been like out drinking and dancing and having the best time. We're like sitting on the beach and we were all like, oh my gosh, like, I'm surprised none of us are that hungover. We're all doing so well, but we danced so hard. And Claire said, no, I'm convinced I have brain damage. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> She's like, anyway, should we get hot dogs? <laughs> but it was so funny because everyone was like, wow, like, look at us. Like we rallied, we got to the beach we're good time and we're day drinking. We're, 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 everyone's feeling spunky. And then Claire's like, oh no, I'm certain I have brain damage. And we're all like, okay, <laughs> she said ahead. it so seriously. We were like, oh, um, Claire, that was the second night. Claire, remember you, when you felt you weren't on stage, we were all just on a dance floor dancing and mm. you Okay. Um, I, I dropped my full oh, no. glass drink on the dance floor. Yeah, to I was gonna That's say what that. happened. More I slipped more. in the water or the, or <laughs> the beverage. The bad, the bad thing is, and maybe we'll post this on our next anniversary of this show. Oh, well, actually, we'll, it'll be our first anniversary ever if we make it to a year. Maybe we'll post that video for you all to enjoy because it's on video, unfortunately, for Claire when she really fell. And it was not, it was not my fault. It was not your fault. She wasn't drunk no. or anything. She just slipped in water, but it happened to be, we were all dancing and having fun. And then Claire, it was like a slow slide to the ground. <laughs> yeah. But you <laughs> tried feet. to catch, I remember like stand, like Haley was on one side of you and I was on the other side and uh-huh. like the way the group was standing, me and Claire's backs were towards the little like landing where the DJ was kind of set up and mm-hmm. you had tried to catch yourself yes. on the railing and the steps of the DJ. So like, she's literally just sliding down this railing in slow motion, <laughs> both of her hands out like wing. And she's just star. Like, just Claire, just slowly falling. Oh, yeah. Star fishing. Yeah. And we're like, you know what? She's right. Get, she, he, he came, the bouncer guy came over to try and remove me. And everyone was like, no, 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 no. There was a spilled drink. And he kind of like looked at all of us. I was like, no, seriously, like, look at the floor. It's spilled. It's spilled. You're like, no, you got to get out. We're like, no, we're not leaving. Yeah. We were like, no, 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 no. We basically were like, no, sorry. (laughs) No, and then then we got bum rushed by a different bachelorette party. Do you remember after our day on the beach and they came over and they had not spoken to us on the beach and then they attacked us in the bar and like, we're like, Hey, more bachelorette people. We were like, we don't know you all. You're strangers. (laughs) Um, anyway, all right. Um, welcome to the a block. It's chaos as it is all the time. Um, uh, this, uh, podcast is brought to you by our friends at relics bridal. We are so thankful for them each and every week. Excited to have them sponsoring our podcast. Uh, they're in Lexington at the summit at Fritz farm girls. If you're engaged or you have a friend that just got engaged, check them out. They've got exclusives, exclusive designers and styles. And the store itself is just beautiful. I had the best experience shopping there for my wedding dress and you will too. I promise they take you through the whole process. It is so much fun. And they just make you feel special the whole time from selecting your dress all the way through alterations and pickup. And they have a very special discount for us. Claire, tell our friends what it is. (laughs) I was just getting excited. I was like ready to to hype you up on the A block (laughs) discount. If you mention that you are an A block listener, when you book your appointment with relics, they are going to give you a special A block discount. 
uh, on your gown purchase. Okay? Your gown. Your, your gown. gown. A beautiful That's gown. A big deal, okay? uh, it's a big savings. And who doesn't love a big savings, especially when you're dropping lots of money planning a wedding? So be mm-hmm. sure to contact Relics. Book your appointment today on Relics Bridal. You can find them on Instagram or relicsbridal.com. And yeah, don't forget that you um, heard about them right here on the A Block and get yourself some dollars back in your pocket. And yes. also relics, by the way, is spelled R-E-L-I-X. I don't yes. know if that's like yes. how, how to spell it. So just thought I would clarify that. that no, is- that was perfect. And actually I have some exciting news. I was going to say for Jacqueline, but also clear for you because we demand you come back and visit Lexington. Are we all getting possible. married again? We're all getting married again. Again. And- Thank Again, <laughs> since we all three were married before, um, remember yes. that show, big love. That was about the three of us. Um, no. Uh, so I talked to Dan from relics, one of the owners over there. And he said that we could record in store again, whenever we want. So Claire, when we figure out when you are going to, or whenever you figure out, uh, when you're going to come back and visit, we need, we could coordinate and go film over there, or not film, you know, record over there. Um, we can do whatever we want. That's right. Let's just video ourselves. You like a special. <laughs> Let's all put on dresses and record the podcast. Oh my, oh my god! god. I would actually love oh my god! That would be. They probably crazy. would not love that. No. Honestly, after... no, 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 no. I think they would. I think they would. Maybe they would. they would. Be like, I think they would just be like, no drinks. Like they like, would. They would. They would. Um, take the champagne and water away from us. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would be hey. confined to a chair. That after every falling story we've now detailed of me they're gonna <laughs> not let me up on my two feet <laughs> someone one of you guys out there one of our listeners tweeted uh recently at us i can't remember if they tagged you guys so i don't know if you saw it someone said oh i'm so glad you guys are back i recently re-listened to the episode where you tell the story about claire falling in the taxi cab in london and giggled <laughs> all anew and i was like yes that was an iconic moment an what iconic story <laughs> claire literally is falling in the somehow the large floor of a london taxi and as she says as she makes eye contact with me. What's happening? <laughs> Terrified. And I was like, you're falling. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's happening? What? <laughs> oh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Brain damage from dancing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm on to something. Brain damage, okay? <laughs> well, Jacqueline, um, what have you been up to? Update us on your life. What's going on? Well, I was in Florida this past weekend for my cousin's wedding. Um, All your cousins after- have been getting married lately. <sighs> you know what? They really have. And honestly, like I have a lot of family. So that's the other problem is the cousin I got married three weeks ago. That was my cousin. That was a cousin on my stepdad's side. And then this past wedding was a cousin on my mom's side, but on every side of my family, I have like, like there's just a lot of kids. My parents Mm -hmm. have a lot of siblings, just big, you know, Catholic families. So there's a lot. Are you the oldest of everybody? Um, on my mom's side, I, I'm the oldest grandchild okay. and then okay. on my stepdad's I'm like towards kind of like in the middle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then on my dad's I'm towards the youngest. Oh, a little nice. bit of everything. But that's kind of, that's fun though, because I feel like we all missed traveling so much over the pandemic. Like you've been gone a lot lately for like weddings, but I bet that's gotta be so fun seeing everybody. Oh yeah. It was so like, fun. oh my gosh. So fun. Yeah. And, um, like over Christmas, I saw some of my family that lives in Florida and my cousin that got married in Florida, she, her and her brother, um, and, aunt, and a couple of my other aunts and uncles all live there. And so do my mom, oh, nice. and my dad and my grandparents. So I saw them over Christmas, 
But at my stepdad's side, I have not seen some people on that side in like two years. Yeah. Um, and like, I had a couple cousins that had babies. Um, so, and I hadn't, I hadn't even met those babies yet. And now they're like almost one. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah. yeah, it's been so nice, but yeah, I mean, thank, I don't know by the grace of God, I got to Florida. I, mean, I know. I my plane, you, you all, my plane changed so many times. I mean, even <laughs> when I got to the airport on Friday, we, we got to change to Lexington. I got to the airport Friday morning. And like the second we parked the car, it was like, your flight has been delayed like three hours. And then I was like, well, now we're going to miss our connect- connecting flights. So now we have to oh, gosh. get your flight again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we had like, a well, what turned out to be not much of an ice storm here in case you're listening in another part of the country we have a lot of listeners across the country and um, world 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 um yeah we had what turned out to be not much of an ice storm but it it impacted travel in a big way especially airlines Jacqueline was telling us about the craziness what was what was the original replan after because you're supposed to have a direct flight but then it ended up sending you to all those places originally I was supposed to fly from Cincinnati to Atlanta to Jacksonville and then that flight got canceled completely and that was on Thursday well then it it just like automatically rescheduled me to the first flight out Friday morning my flight you guys was 7 a.m. Mm. Like 7 a.m. on Friday morning was going to be better than like 2 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah it was like raining. It was raining all day Thursday. It didn't even start freezing over until the evening. Mm-hmm. But the but it went it went Cincinnati, New Jersey, Detroit, Atlanta, Jacksonville. <laughs> Honestly, like and then you get there on Sunday afternoon at five, and then you just have to get back on the plane and leave. <laughs> Somehow I love travel, love travel, but Delta was, they were so nice about it and accommodating and whatever. And it was, it was crazy. So it was just like, you know, obviously I was supposed to be there for three days and I ended up basically being there for like 48 hours and it was super fun. It was like, it was just like Sunday night I got home and I was like, I am so exhausted. I, Oh yeah. And then I think even last night I went to bed at like 9 30. <laughs> like I slept like 10 nice. hours last night. I was like, Ooh. oh my God, I'm so tired. That's the yeah. dream. That's the yeah. dream. Claire, how are things in the big D? Mm. Well, we too had we had um winter storm asked. I don't know if y'all remember because I mean I wasn't even living here then, but this time last year there was a terrible ice storm here that yeah, you know, it was like a legit was power. It was very, very cold. Oh yeah. That was so bad. But that was, wasn't that like the second storm, like in that week? It was like, yeah, yeah. It it was like a whole week of disaster after disaster. Um, and so I think, you know, the, the state has like collective PTSD from that. And so Mm -hmm. we also, we, we did have ice. So we were shut down last week, Thursday and Friday completely. And Mm -hmm. the roads were bad because also, I mean, ice sucks for everybody, but then also, you know, it doesn't happen as much here as it does in somewhere like Kentucky or other colder states. So they, you know, cities just don't have the, the resources to dedicate to always clearing roads and everything. So it was a chill couple of days. And then I've been working a ton. It's been very busy at my job Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. um, uh, at the Dallas Cowboys. At the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> you know, we've got lots of community events and 
again, the conditioning. Oh my um, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can imagine. It's exhausting. Um, but I would say primarily, um, uh, just been watching TV. Um, mm-hmm. I, I started watching euphoria. <gasps> okay. All right. I'm trying to finish another series and I'm trying to make myself finish it. And then euphoria is the very next thing on my list. Okay. Is it as good as everyone says it is? I'm sucked in. I, okay. So okay. I, I don't know why, but I've actually been afraid to watch it. <laughs> I have two at first. I thought it might be too intense for me. Like, no, I, I, get, I don't know. I get that though, because I have some, some of my close friends are like, Oh my God, Jack, you have to watch it. It's so good. They're like obsessed with it, but they're like, also uh just a warning. It is kind of dark. I'm like, okay, well, what is, yes. what is but people have over- mean? People have overhyped the darkness and let's okay. Like we've also been through a lot of dark things. I yeah, true. And like TV has really gone there in a lot of ways. So I haven't really been, I mean, it's a scandalous show and yeah, they are supposed to be high schoolers. Granted, none of these human beings playing these children are children, but yeah. I'm, I'm not like, oh my God it has not scared me at all. I haven't been like super stressed out. I haven't been like, Oh God, I shouldn't be watching this. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I love it. So okay. I've really been watching a lot. <laughs> that makes, makes me feel so much better. Okay. Because I've wanted to watch it, but I too was like you and Jacqueline said, I was like afraid. I was like, is this going to give me nightmares? Like what is wrong? Like what is yeah. scary? I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect either. I was just more, I don't, I, I don't think it was going to be like a horror movie. I was just like, is this going to stress me out and make yes. me yeah. like, lay in yeah. bed at night and be like, why do I have this darkness in my life now? Like, one <laughs> why of have I done this? Where, like you got to watch like a funny show before like you go lay in bed. You know what yeah, I mean? For yeah. sure. No, <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. So I, tried I really have done a lot of that. I try to watch that like a week or two ago, but like, I think I got like halfway through the episode and then I realized I wasn't like totally paying attention. Just was one of those nights where I just like, was not want, like I was yeah. wanting to like, watch a show where like, I didn't have to like fully like sit yeah. and watch. Yes. Like, oh yeah. I haven't turned it on since, but I think I need to do that. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Gotta say, okay. but I, I mean, I wasn't interested at all for a while. And then all of a sudden I was like, I think this is what I'm doing. Uh, with my life and with that's this. what I have <laughs> and I am now a high schooler. <laughs> I mean, I, I look about that. We look like we're the same age. These I think we probably people. are with these actors. The only one that's probably younger than us is Zendaya, who is, yeah. I mean, goddess-like. I think she's one of the most beautiful humans They're to exist. They're all really attractive people in this show. Like, mm-hmm. I just- So true to real it. life in high school. Yeah, because exactly. we all yeah, were yeah, so gorgeous then. Oh, flawless no flawless. acne no braces Mm-mm. hair was hair always color. right oh my gosh <laughs> if you didn't have on three tank tops layered what were you even doing you know you weren't you weren't doing <laughs> you weren't doing you weren't doing <laughs> um Haley, what I, about you I have been so let's see um I do have a funny falling story and uh <laughs> So yesterday, Matt and I were leaving. We went to um, the new Agave and Rye restaurant downtown. It's this amazing taco place in Lexington, everyone. They have one location that's out by the mall here, but they just opened. Y'all a already- new- Wait. What? Oh, it's been open for a little while. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we went to that Mama Tequila. That's right. I, know. I was like, week. I was trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. I'm just making it all up. I don't even have a husband. I, was- I just want to tell you guys, I don't even, we, I don't go. No, Haley so we don't have a whole lot going on right now. So we're just letting her pretend. 
So I go to this crazy high school and <laughs> it is, it's kind of scary. And a lot of people would think it's kind of dark, but just give it a shot. Um, no. So we went to, yeah, I guess lately we've just been really into trying new Mexican taco places. Well, so we went to the new location that's in downtown Lexington, um, last night and it's so good. Like their tacos are ridiculous. I got their, um, sugar daddy taco, which is basically just what a traditional, it's oh. like their plain Jane taco. The way the, what they're famous for is they're double shelled. So it's a hard shell taco with a soft shell taco on the outside to Don't hold they it call together. It a love cushion. If you get something between the tacos, it's a love cushion. You can get like beans, cheese. This one had a cheese love cushion. So cheese was melted between. Oh, it was heaven. It was heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so Matt and I are going to leave and we're, the front steps of our house are stone. And we go to leave. And right as I go to step, Matt goes, oh, be careful right there. There's ice. I've already stepped on it. I've already both feet. Guys. Mm, no, I would have won the 10 grand on America's funniest home videos. <laughs> I, I somehow, I, my feet went eight or 10 <laughs> times and I'm just somehow not falling. Matt grabs my arm and I mean, I'm about to eat it as I mean, so hard, but is it was as if time stopped. I was just trying to stay afloat. And then Matt grabs my arm and like lifts me up somehow. And then just kind of lowers me to the ground. Cause I was already in full I finally lost it. My feet go out from under me and he just grabs my arm and then just slowly sets me down on the ground, like like on my hip. I was like, that would have really hurt. But he was like, oh, it was so, you know, those videos, those viral videos of people falling while they're out like on ice and like scraping their driveway or like shoveling the driveway where their feet just keep moving over the ice. That's what happened. And I was like, I don't know why this is going on so long. If Matt hadn't grabbed my arm, I probably would have broken my aging tailbone. My mother fell recently um, and it was, oh, no, it was, one of the, I and it was know, hilarious. It was, we both laughed so hard. It, it, was, is hilarious. it was hilarious. It was Sunday. It was just this past Sunday and mo- like all of the snow and ice here is gone, but th- it was still here a little bit that day. And we were going out my parents' garage and I was helping my mom. Um, well, we were walking out to the car and usually my mom, well, no, no. When we're walking out the garage, like she doesn't need any help. Um, yeah. but there was like this little bank of snow that the top layer had kind of gotten icy cause it had melted and refrozen mm-hmm. and she had all of her hands full, <laughs> all of them, all of them. Thank My you for that. An octopus. <laughs> um, and- Claire too doesn't have a lot going on. She is making this up. I love to pretend, <laughs> but she, was in front of me and thank goodness she was going slow because she fell in slow motion and she had a cup of water in her hand. So then she spilled the cup of water on the front of her. Oh no. no. She went down and on her back and she was like a turtle on her back. No, Susan. No, we were both. Thank God she was not hurt because it would not have been funny. Yeah, I was scared at first. Like I was like, oh, and then when I we both kind of looked at each other and just sat there for like a little bit and we're just (laughs) hysterical over it. It was so funny. Those are some of the best wet when she got up. Like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, because she fell on like snow and ice. And then the front of her is fully saturated because of the cup of water. Yes. Oh my God. It's like, I'm cold. Is anyone else cold? <laughs> no. So, but yeah, oh, thank, I mean, thing. thank God. Cause it could have been very bad, but yes. it was quite uh, entertaining to say. The, the one other thing I've been doing this week that I want to tell you guys yeah. um, is 
Matt and I, for some reason, and we're actually really enjoying it. We've lately been deciding instead of just watching like random TV, because we don't like the same, like if I was to watch Euphoria, he'd be like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. Or like when I was watching it just like that, like, I'm going to say, I think you'd be interested a lot oh. of boobs in this show. Oh, okay. He, he, I think he likes boobs. I've heard that. Um, and so, um, but what we've been doing lately, like when we both get home from work, if we want to spend time together, like, which we do like watching a show or something, we decided we want to watch movies because we tend to have the same taste in movies. We have been watching from start to finish. We've decided we're doing it. Um, the last three nights we have watched Harry Potter films. We started with the very first one three nights ago. Then we watched two and three. Y'all, they're great films. <laughs> like they are so good. And watching it from the beginning when they're like babies, like chill, like they're children. literally the first one is a child's movie. Yeah. 2001 like you could it was the most like child friendly movie of them all. They've gotten a little like they get a little darker as you go, but we're enjoying it so much. I was like, "Harry Potter, I love Turns out millions of people weren't wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and when I lived in Oklahoma, um, my boyfriend at the time, he was a huge Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Stuff. And so we watched all I'd never, and I'd never seen any of those movies. And so we watched all the Harry Potters, all of the Lord of the Rings, Uh all the hobbits. Oh yeah. Um, and it was a fun exercise, Mm -hmm. but I'll never watch any of those movies. I have no interest in the Lord of the Rings or any of that stuff, but for some reason, Harry Potter, I have felt like, cause I'd only ever seen the second movie out of all of them ever in my life. I know. I don't know why I'm sure I was dating someone that wanted to watch it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm interested in what you're interested in. Yeah. Um, when I, when I was in grade school, that was when Harry Potter, it was like acted like the movies were coming out and it was like, Oh my God, the book, like everyone was super into it. Oh, they'd freak out when a new book came out. People would dress up as Harry Potter, wait in line at Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah. So cool. And, um, I don't know. I just like could never really get into it. And yeah. I'm not really like a uh, fan in general of shows or books that are about like magic or like fantasy or whatever. Oh, me neither. I, me neither. I just was like, eh. And then um, there was one year where a girl that I went to school with like had her birthday party at the movie theater and she could take like Queen. some of her classmates yeah. or friends to go watch a movie. Mm-hmm. So, but we, and we went to see the Harry Potter and I don't remember which number this is, but I know it's the sorcerer, sorceress stone or sorcerer stone. That's, the, that's first the first one. one, the sorcerer stone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So whatever. So that one, that's the one we went and saw. And I was like, okay, this actually isn't that bad, but yeah. Like once you get into it, it's yeah. just kind of fun. Well, and I find like, I feel like American movies and now especially movies and TV shows, I can pretty much watch anything and get into it because everything is so high quality these days. I feel like rarely do I start a show or a movie now and I'm like, nah, I'm not into it. That's rare. Usually I'm like, I can get into a good story, even if it's a topic area that I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I just, so have anyway, to, I have to say something because this is, yeah. So funny. Okay. So my dog is laying on the floor next to me and she is just ripping farts. Oh, <laughs> oh no. 
She's just got, I, I pray that we can I, hear I, it. I was t- talking about Harry Potter and all of a sudden I smelled something. And I was like, did she just throw up? <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That would be so much worse. No, she's just like, so sorry. I had some bad meat today. So I sorry. She's just laying down, just like with her paws out, just like laying on the floor, just chilling. I'm like, all right. She's at home. We got some Not issues. Whatever. Yeah. She's like, if I can't do this at home, where can I do it? Yeah. It's like, we're just, it's just you and I, girl. So Precisely. <laughs> let it loose. <laughs> Okay. What do we want to talk about first? What shall we cover? All right. We, I think Jacqueline, you, uh, I think you, you have the floor. <laughs> She's got some stuff we didn't get to last week. Cause we were chatterboxes. We need to cat- finish our, I'll look at her notes y'all. She's holding guys, up. If you I can have, see it. Um, it's about, and just like that, uh-huh. I have some, is that, like, is that where we're starting paper note? We can, we can start somewhere else if you would like to. Well, y- we have Bravo and Housewives Roundup first. Do you want to yeah, do we ran that? A- yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that really quick. Okay. So Jacqueline's got a lot of thoughts on a lot of things and we got to get these <laughs> out. Okay. Um, basically like Bravo and these type of things are my hobbies. So yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline is the source for years. Claire and I have literally gone to Jacqueline about anything we see on a housewife show. We're like, Jacqueline, what's really going on here? She's like, okay, I've been reading about it. Here are what sources are saying. <laughs> this said, this blog has said this Instagram account. Yes. And well, the Instagram accounts in. honestly are big on um, sources now because they are, yeah. they are. I've no, yeah. Like I, the, I follow that one that you had me follow uh, oh, yeah. Bravo historian. Oh yeah. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. Lucy on the ground is really good too. But I didn't like her for some reason. Ground. Like it was just a lot for me. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of a lot, but I don't know. I guess <laughs> okay. So, so there's it, like a thousand franchises on television right now. Yeah, I know. So New Jersey just got just came back last week. Was the premiere of this? Okay. okay. And then we've got Miami, but that's on Peacock. I think we're like in the middle of that season right now. Maybe okay, I can't do this. I, I'm honestly, I'm so stressed about different platforms because like I'm a big drag race fan and you have to have a different platform for like every one of drag races shows. And mm-hmm. so, you know what that's resulted in me doing having none of them. And I'm not even watching right now. Because, <gasps> okay. Well, I will. I know. Yeah, okay. I, know. So I have that's, to admit, I think that's a lot. Peacock, I think Peacock is worth it. I was against it in the beginning, but it's only five bucks a month and all of them. And five times 10 is 50. Can someone double check that? Because again, we're journalists. We're not mathematicians. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I trust that math. Um, but like I had, so I've been also watching the Paris and Love show on Bravo or on um, Peacock that oh, yeah. like, shows her planning her wedding and like the proposal stuff. That's been kind of interesting because Kathy Hilton's in that a lot too. Um, but there's like some other interesting shows that are on there. Um, and I, Ultimate Girls Trip was on there. And then the next set of like the Ultimate Girls Trip, the, the one where they're in the Berkshires with Dorinda is going to be on Peacock too. That's where they're going to get me because that looks good. Yes, okay. agreed. Dorinda, Jill Zarin, Tamra, Vicky, Brandy, and oh my God, Taylor Lisa. Armstrong. Taylor Armstrong. <gasps> Shut else. up! I did not see that. Yes, there's someone else. Who else is there? I wish Camille Grammer was in the mix. If Camille oh was in the mix, God. oh, that would 
that would be explosive. Not Sonia. Legit, a bunch of psychopaths. Yeah, I mean, truly, it's a miracle they all made it out alive. I guess they did. We haven't heard of a death. Knock on wood. Thank God. Honestly, Honestly, how has one of these women not died yet? Yeah, because think how many women are now like have been stars on one of these Bravo shows. If it's not Housewives, it's some other iteration of something like that. And the substance use issues are rampant, I would say. Oh, for sure. But God bless them. They are our ladies. The the redoing coke in my bathroom situation on Beverly Hills, like however many years ago. I mean. Oh yeah. I think it's Ooh. very obvious there's Coke in addition to alcohol, God pills. knows other pills, mm-hmm. like yeah, all that stuff. So then For we have sure. OC, which I feel like it's not necessarily in the, where I think we're kind of in the middle of that season two and Heather Dubrow is back on OC, mm-hmm. um, which she was on several years ago for a long time. She left, she came back. I actually... I think I've been enjoying the season of OC. Um, Mm -hmm. I really like Emily and Gina at first. I did not. I did not understand why they were on The Real Housewives because um, they're just not rich, as mean as that sounds. (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay. And that's not a judgment on Jacqueline's part, but that's the the point of, that's what everyone is on this show. In Gina's first season, she was literally, she was living in an apartment, which she called, which she lovingly called her casita because she was in the middle of getting a divorce. Oh, Oh, okay. And so instead of calling it her apartment, she's like, I live, she's like, yeah, me and my little casita. And I don't know, but like, they've become like two of my favorite people. They've added some other girls into the mix. There's this Noella girl. And I just like, I don't really know what's going on with her. I mean, she is mm-hmm. like getting a divorce and then doesn't know where like her current husband is. And then is like crying about it and like not no. doesn't eat dinner. She doesn't know where her husband is. Yeah. It's really weird. They're like trying to serve her. Pay- like he- they're trying to contact him to like, do the paperwork and stuff. Oh, okay. I don't even know. It's just like a whole thing. And then like, she's acting like nuts. Basically. I mean, I think probably as anyone would have, if they're like Mm -hmm. going through a divorce, like have a child who has autism and then they're just like drinking and like kind of out of their mind. And then (laughs) then, we got a lot of the next day, like she'll look at everyone else and be like, well, like you were drinking a lot last night. And it's like, wait a second. Oh, all of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she she said that to Gina like the last episode, and I was like, "Mm, yeah, something here. But I like that Heather's back. Um, Mm -hmm. New Jersey is probably. I I want to say I think of all time, like of every season, I thoroughly have enjoyed New Jersey. Okay, because I love the fam, like the family drama. It's a different vibe for it's sure. It's a totally it different vibe. And every mm-hmm. single season has been so interesting. Like, you know, I love New York, but there were some seasons where I was like, okay, like I could probably not watch for two or three years and like be okay. But mm-hmm. like New Jersey, I feel like every single time, like I have to tune in and um, the season is just, it, I think it's going to be really good. Um, Jennifer Aiden, she got plastic surgery by a surgeon in Turkey, which I thought was interesting is, yeah is she, she's turkish though right yes yeah okay so, so it her, is like her yeah yeah so her, that she, she her was heritage. Going, yes yeah so she was she said that she basically um her brother and his wife and 
her nephew live in Turkey and her and her parents went to go visit him. And then while she was on that visit, she got her a nose job and a chin implant. Well, oh. in the first episode, it doesn't look great. Oh no. It, it just, oh like, no. I don't even know how to explain how it looks, but it just looked like her face just looks like stiff, but not in a way of like, oh, she just, she got Botox like a week ago and it just kicked in kind mm-hmm. of look. See, this is my fear of ever, and granted, I know different countries have different standards or whatever practices, but this is my fear of plastic surgery is, okay, of course I can look at my face in the mirror and be like, oh, I would maybe do this or this or that. But like Mm -hmm. to go get like plastic surgery, I'm just afraid that it will end up being worse than what I started with. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And then you can't go back. There's no way to like, it it only gets worse. It only gets worse. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go Uh, on like botched and see Heather Dubrow's husband and get it figured out. Like, (laughs) yeah. And you're like, well, now I, here I, it's a crossover episode, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so the ladies were kind of like, well, what is going on with that? Because, you know, there's all these rumors on Dumois that your husband was having an affair for like 10 years. And, um, really? And then, and then you're like over in Turkey, like getting a plastic, you know, getting plastic, plastic surgery by another plastic surgeon. Cause her husband uh-huh. is a plastic surgeon. <gasps> Oh, so like, what the hell? Like, obviously like you're oh, wait, not her husband happy. is a plastic surgeon. Yes. Like a huge, like he's a big plastic surgeon, but then she's like, well, you know, he did, I think he did like her liposuction and he was like, you were the worst patient ever. Like you're like, I'm not <laughs> operating on you again. <laughs> and so then, oh my gosh. So then one of the girls was like, well, your husband was having an affair with like his assistant. And then Jen was like, get it right. You know, get it right, bitch. It was my, it was, it was a pharmaceutical rep. <laughs> oh gosh. And honestly, like, I kind of was like, I mean, respect, like, yeah, she's just like, yeah. So let just get your facts straight. I feel like in that moment, like, I think that's probably the best thing Jen could have done because she was not only owning, she was just choosing to own it, but then also kind of being like, get your facts right. was kind of like, I guess in like this really weird way, like almost making light of like this, like supposed bomb that this girl, you know, the other castmate, I think it was Margaret that she thought mm-hmm. that Margaret was dropping, you know, uh-huh. so it was like, I'm going to call her out. And then Jennifer just basically took all the power away. So that was very interesting, but that is, yeah, no, that's a power move for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was, but yeah, I'm enjoying all of like all of those. I think Miami's really good. Um, it's like, there's no really big drama that's happening on that. It's just like an enjoyable season. And that was on like many years ago. And Larsa, who used to be friends with the Kardashians is on. Oh yeah. She's been married to Scottie Pippen. They're in the middle of a divorce. So she's Mm -hmm. on there. Um, her main income is OnlyFans, and she's very open about it, which is really interesting. Yeah. See, that's so Um, crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Salt Lake city is nuts it's just like I feel like every week I'm like who's friends I'm like trying to like yeah I'm like trying I'm, to do the math of like who's friends with who and what like what's the dynamic like I don't know I feel like sometimes I just like can't keep up even though I never miss an episode I'm waiting for the sweet release of that season to be over it's felt very long and that's the I only know. one I've yeah. watched and I, um, but I think yeah. next week wait was it just a season finale or do we have, no, we still have one more episode and then we have the oh reunion. My Lord. I 
just like at this point, like we just need the reunion for Salt Lake City because I want to hear Andy grill Jen yeah. about all the court stuff. It's very know. unfortunate that we aren't getting Mary at the reunion because we need answers. Mm-hmm. Lots of answers. Oh, whatever. All right. And Summer House is really good if you're interested, but. Oh, is know, it? I, okay. See, I've, I've never watched, watched it. that show. I've never I watched, watched it, it before. It's enjoyable. It's kind of mm-hmm. one, it's kind of like Miami where it's just, it's like, it's just fun to watch. It's literally just a bunch of like, like late 20 like 30 somethings and they go to like a house it's like a group of friends they rent a house every like for the summer in the Hamptons and they go every you know every weekend and they live in New York City and it follows like their friend group dynamics and Mm -hmm. it is kind of interesting though because you can tell that all of those people that were cast on the show at least originally were actually friends yeah yeah I watched it I want to say the first season and I did enjoy it very much yeah yeah it kind of feels like it's taken over as the Vanderpump rules of Bravo because Vanderpump is yeah I think should go away is it even still on Yes, it, it oh was. Gosh, I don't know how you... out of touch I've been with it because I just got so like disenfranchised well, by it anymore. Yeah. What, what made Vanderpump Rules interesting is that it was this group of actual friends who were, who are Eating terrible together. people yeah. doing insane things and just like having no shame on television and who were not better than you yes. as in morally, financially, success wise Uh which is harsh to say but that was one of the fun things about it. it's like oh my gosh these people are just like whoa and then all of a sudden they got rich yes but how i'm like wait a second and it 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 just didn't become fun anymore and then they're they're not we're not getting the real drama anymore i mean they used to do the most insane things on that oh it was insane like when Kristen slept with Jack and then she like swore up and down to Stassi that they didn't sleep together while Stassi was dating Jacks and then like a long time later like they both admitted it to Stassi and Stassi like freaked out or the or like I don't know what I did to you but I'll take a Pinot Grigio that's oh iconic iconic those first couple of seasons were so shocking in how raw they were where it was like a lot of these people these people oh were horrible horrible was it Tom and Ariana that lived in that apartment where like if you ran like I forget what it was plugged into but like if you ran one thing and the microwave like the power just went out probably it wasn't that the apartment something was separated separated with like a shower curtain oh no that's what it was Yes. Oh no. Yes. But it was basically like if two things were plugged into the outlet at the same time, and then you turned on the microwave, like the power in the apartment would turn off. And then you had to like go to the breaker and like reset it. And oh hey, Lord. Here's the thing. Honestly, have honestly been there. Yeah, I, same. Yes. I've lived in, have been evicted from an apartment in, in Los like, Angeles. In Los Angeles. I was a member of, I was a cast member of Vanderpump Rules. Yes. <laughs> um, but that was what made the show entertaining. Mm-hmm. And now it's just become something completely different. And mm-hmm. I I haven't watched it in seasons. I would listen I to a podcast either. that would talk about it. And even that podcast was like, we're not forcing ourselves to watch this show anymore because it's so bad. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to have to deal with that. We're not recapping the show anymore. And it was a whole reason why this podcast initially existed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why am I even, why am I gatekeeping the name of that podcast? Because it's a podcast of one of my 
friends that I made when I lived in Los Angeles. It's called SUP, Sexy Unique Podcast. Mm -hmm. And they do the best recaps. It's Laura Marie Shane Halls and Carrie O'Donnell, and they're hilarious. And uh, I would listen to it if you're into Bravo and you have a twisted sense of humor because they're sexy, unique podcast. Yeah. Sup. Sup. Okay. That sounds excellent. Um, yeah. All right. Well, do you want to get into your thesis? That is your notes on, and just like that, <laughs> and just like that, Jacqueline is again, yeah. holding up a full piece of paper filled to the brim with her musings about <laughs> Keep and just like it, that. Jacqueline, I'm taking your picture. Okay. <laughs> Everyone stop smiling too. I'm like, write the notes. I have to take a close picture of it and post it to Instagram because it's actually psychotic. The notes literally like there's so many random thoughts I had. So I've had, so I, okay. So background, I, when for, sex in the city first came out, I was too young to watch it, but then, oh, yeah. Like as I, as they started replaying it on E when I was like in high school and college, I was like obsessed. I loved it. I thought it was like, so cool. The girls were cool. It was like, it was relatable enough, but also like inspirational enough. Like it wasn't Uh too like, you know, like they weren't living in like these extravagant apartments. Like it was just kind of like, but they were like wearing really cool outfits, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The fashion. It was an, the fact yeah. it was enough. There was enough realism, but we all knew a lot of it was out of touch, but it was a TV show. It was well, they were fabulous. They were fabulous. Yes. It, truly like in a non-ironic way. Yes. And mm-hmm. the, it was a show that portrayed women in a way that we'd really never seen on television before. Exactly. So it was right. Groundbreaking. And granted, when we go back now and watch some of those episodes, we're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Like, I don't really, it's not as amazing as I uh, originally thought, but still it's yeah. an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then along came and just like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will just share before we get into Jacqueline's thoughts and then Claire, I know what you're going to say. Claire sent it in our group earlier, what she's going to say. I have loved it. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Before we go any further, the reason I have loved it is because I loved that show too. I was like, Jacqueline, like I was too young when it started, but I started watching it like a friend of mine in high school, Kaylin, her older sister, Kara had like the DVDs of it. So when I was at her house, we would watch it like on DVD. Mm -hmm. And then like in early adulthood, I would watch it on E the reruns. And it's just, I loved it, fell in love with it. So I think the reason I have liked and just like that, like there are definitely parts that I don't like and parts of it that I'm like, okay, that's not realistic. But again, I'm just like, it's a TV show. I have liked it simply for the nostalgia. Like it's just been so exciting to have new episodes with these women we've known for so long. So that's why I have loved it. Granted, there are parts together that I've been like, oh, absolutely not. But overall, I've just like enjoyed it so much. It was like this unexpected, delightful treat to be like, oh, the girls are back. Yes. So, okay. I've loved it. I... Don't get me wrong. Cause what I, I had texted them this morning after seeing Jacqueline's notes, I was like, I simply don't have enough. I don't have that much to say about this show or a terrible show or something. But that being said, I want a thousand seasons of this show and I'm okay. Going to okay. Good. Oh, watching 100%. it. hundred percent. Okay. But good. I good. Say. Multiple seasons. <laughs> I will watch every week, but I will still be like, me, 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 me. Like I, I still have a lot to say. Yeah. But I will watch. Mm-hmm. I will watch. Okay. Oh, same. So, and I looked at your notes, Jacqueline, almost everything you wrote. I was like, oh, totally. Absolutely. So give us your top hot button thoughts. Um, oh my God. The top hot button thoughts. 
Okay. Um, I think hot button <laughs> and like in no particular order. Um, the thing that really jumps out to me is that, um, Carrie is abusive to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to start with a light one. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Interesting. All right. Um, Okay. So specifically, um, in, I think it was like the last episode where she was like kind of debating where she was going to put on the ashes of big. And then she was like, Oh my God, that's it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, toss, basically toss them in Paris. And so then she invites the girls, um, Miranda and Charlotte and, um, Oh my God, wait, it just skipped. Okay. She, the real, she, real, yeah, so she, so she invites the girls and then they're all sitting at the table and all of a sudden, like everyone just has an excuse for why mm. they can't go. And Charlotte is the only one that can go. And then all of a sudden Carrie's like, oh, I'll just do by myself. <laughs> it's like, wait, like, wait, what? You would rather your go friends actually yourself? go with you. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can do it. And Carrie's like, no, I'm going to do it on my own. It's like, oh, oh okay. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't, so I thought well, that I think that, well, just on that note, maybe not like there was something that didn't ring true to me about the types of friendships that they had, like in the original series, they were four, which obviously we know in this version, there are three, mm-hmm. um, but these are four very close friends. And there wasn't, I don't know the, I think it was in the writing. Cause I actually thought the acting is, I thought Sarah Jessica park, I mean, she's like a goddess. I could watch mm-hmm. her do anything, but mm-hmm. it, there just wasn't that their, their relationships fell off in this whole series to me. Uh, yeah. They don't yeah. seem as close. It, right. Well, and it's and in the writing. Yeah. Samantha of it all. It's like, I, what I get, they were in a pickle in terms of how do we address Samantha, but yeah, they're, they're, that explanation didn't even ring true to me. Like, this is one of your abs. This is Carrie's oldest friend mm-hmm. and Samantha's y'all never realist bitch of that right. group. And you're, and you're never going to get in a little argument about work. And she's just going to go to London. That would yeah. be something Carrie does not yeah. Samantha. Yeah. yeah. So th- that would be a complaint of mine is just the relationships didn't feel like the relationships that we came to know, mm-hmm. but then again, I don't know how many years are we down the line? Literally have no idea what year this series is taking place in. We know it's after COVID. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but that's all we know. So, well, but yeah, you're right. Like in the old show, like even before the movies, like the old show, like their friendship seemed the way it was written then was flawlessly realistic. Like the yeah. emotion and the connection these friends had, like, it was like, you could feel the love between them. Like, and that speaks to how great of actors they are, but also just the writing. And so actually I hadn't thought about that clear, but you're right. Sometimes the friendship seemed a little like stilted almost yeah, in I this. I don't know. It just, there was it just, just it, yeah. seemed like, um, like throughout the whole original sex in the city series. I mean, those women were all, very progressive. I mean, they were, the whole thing was about them being single. They were in their thirties. They're living in the city. And like, you know, that Mm -hmm. was their whole stick. I mean, at one point, Samantha dated a woman. I mean, Mm -hmm. Miranda was in a relationship with a black guy and like Charlotte was like, you know, converted religions. Like I think, I think that they were pretty like, I don't know. Like I, I mean, not maybe in like the maybe diverse in the sense of like 
the immediate cast is diverse, but at least in the way that they run their relationships were. So I just thought it was super bizarre when they, you know, this comes out and all of a sudden Charlotte is like, I don't know, like we have to like make sure like we have to be friends with more black people. It's like, well, how come like that was already happening in this group? How many years ago? So like, how did that not happen from then to now? It just, it was really weird. And then even like the stuff with Miranda, um, Miranda just seemed like a completely different person. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. That's one of my chief complaints. I'm like, who are you? Yes. Especially, and especially in that moment when she told, when Miranda tells Carrie that she's going to go to LA, she's going to follow Shay Diaz and go to LA. And then all this, and Carrie's like, well, like, well, what are you just going to do out there? But it's like, but Mm -hmm. If that happened, the, that exact opposite conversation happened yeah, when Carrie mm-hmm. went to Paris and Miranda was like, what are you going to do? Just eat croissants? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So it's like, Which, it's I mean, so I, I get that maybe they're trying to show that, like, you know, people they're versatile, and like, but we go through different I don't know. seasons in life, but there was just something about Miranda overall that didn't, just didn't ring true, like either from the way she acted in her class when she was yeah. like trying so yeah. hard. And then like, so she said she doesn't listen to podcasts. Like, I don't know. I just like feel like Miranda was, it, we didn't have the term woke back in the early, late nineties, early two so thousands, but I would say Miranda the, was the form. one. Yeah. And now all of a sudden she seems like she's, she just came out from like middle America suburbs and is like first time in the big city and trying to act like she's, like, I don't know. It was just, yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Weird. this is a woman who has lived in Brooklyn, New York, her entire adult life. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, before it was cool. And then now all of a sudden she's like afraid to go in like this new law class. Like, I just, I thought yeah. it was really bizarre. Like I wanted to see Miranda basically like running her own law firm. I thought, oh, for sure. I think the, the, the character that kind of stayed the same, the, I would say the most probably was Charlotte, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To her, like to the core of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would, I thought it would be cool to see her like running a gallery or maybe like a big, like, like, you know, some sort of like charity foundation. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. But, um, so another thing about Miranda, her divorce from, um, Steve. Steve. Yes. Why did we just gloss over that? As if they haven't been married for uh, a million years. It was well, like, oh, okay. Years ago when there was this whole thing, it was like yes. on the bridge and that was like so dramatic. And now all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're divorced. Bye. It's like, what? There were well, a I kind lot of, why did we gloss over that? There were a lot of plot lines that happened and vanished like that yes um, Miranda's an alcoholic Miranda's an alcoholic big secretary a book yeah do you remember big secretary yes that was so like oh what does she know bye never saw her again like all of those things where it's like I almost feel like they were just trying to again (laughs) overall we all liked it but I feel like they were trying to hit on too many topic areas in this first season, I think they probably felt the pressure to really come out gangbusters and they did, they just touched on so many different storylines and things and And there's only so much time in an episode. So they just kind of had to pick which ones were, well, what's weird is the episodes were longer yet. It felt kind of like less substance happened. Uh Mm -hmm. There was a lot, there was like a lot of filler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Where I feel like the, they could have taken back the filler and maybe shown like Miranda and Steve's relationship. Like, how did that deteriorate? Like, yeah, I would have liked more background. Really yeah. Also, yeah. something else that was really weird that happened kind of in, obviously in the beginning because Big was still alive was for years, Carrie has this column about sex in the city but Mm -hmm. then like in like the first episode she and big are talking about masturbation and then it's like you don't talk about like masturbation to your husband of how many years and you ran a column about sex in the city like she literally said do you masturbate and I was like you're asking him this you guys dated on and off how many years and you're married how many years and then all of a sudden like you just don't talk about masturbation like that literally did not make any sense to me Mm -hmm. well the thing about carrie that was kind of bizarre to me was yes so she was and i thought would still be like this very cool famous person yes yes and all of a sudden she's like like not any of those things <laughs> yeah exactly they make it seem like she's like no one knows who she is and like, I'm like what? no she was like, really famous with her writing with her books and stuff yes and by the end of the original show she's yeah. on this piddly well I should the best podcast in America or whatever but like they're acting like they're doing her a favor and I'm like this is Carrie Bradshaw why aren't we why aren't we getting Carrie Bradshaw? Like she, she wouldn't looked- be the headliner on that podcast. Yeah, like, she are you still kidding? looked fabulous. I thought her yes. hair looked amazing. The yes. clothes, I thought, you know, I think a lot of us saw pictures beforehand and we're like, ooh, but I think they translated really well. Yes, I thought totally. She was. I agree. We saw some glimpses of her, but it was just, it just made like, seeming getting old really depressing. And mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying like they're old ladies, but like getting older, they just did not make it seem great because also like she they made her have a hip replacement yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's not great it's no. not like she's like an intense like marathon runner and like was like her hip was like genetically deteriorating like oh no she's just old it's like yeah um, she had a congenital she was born with a defect a, a congenital birth defect or something is what they said yeah that's what they said but again another storyline that was big she had this hip surgery and then we've never discussed it again well, she's 100 percent fine the surgery was like a big deal and then they just glossed over well, we did a time she- jump they did say I, I that's believe. true. Yeah. yeah. They showed the seasons go by yeah. and all that but guys. When, I, my favorite, it wasn't my favorite part, but when big died at the end of season one, I had the same feeling I had when he left Carrie at the altar in the first movie. Oh yeah. I felt I had to stop it and rewind. I watched it the second time. Cause that to me felt like one of the most real, I mean, obviously it's not true to life, but i it felt so real. And I felt like her pain. And that's the same way I felt in the movie when he mm-hmm. stood her up at their wedding. Like I wanted, I cried at the theater when it happened, not like boohoo, but I teared up. Cause it was like, Oh my gosh. And I felt like, Oh my gosh, this is happening to her again. Like this horror. Like, yeah, I was, I, oh, that, that shocked the hell out of me when that happened. I was like, no, no. Sarah Jessica Parker. That's what I mean. Her acting was excellent. Oh, she's excellent. The second oh. part that shocked the hell out of me is when she went on the date and they threw up. I did not expect the that double at throw all. Up. The double throw up. up. I did. I was, I, like, I was like, whoa, what? Honestly, that's the most realistic thing of anything this entire season. <laughs> Honestly, if you haven't thrown up on the street, are you even living? <laughs> I just, on a day you actually drink too much. I mean, that's kind of exciting. I'm excited. I, I like, please God give, I, and it does sound like we're going to get a second season. Yeah. Like, please give us a second season because I'm real. I really like the 
prospect of her and this podcast producer. And then the way the series ended or the season ended with her saying, I'm Carrie Bradshaw and this is Sex in the City. I was like, oh, yes, it's like, oh, we back, baby. Oh, it's so beautiful. So those two things, I was like, all right, I wish we had a guarantee that Samantha would be coming back, but it really sounds like that's not going to happen. And so that's very interesting how that's all going to resolve itself or if it Mm -hmm. has. My only other big thing I want to say about it is the children in this show were terrible. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. You know who I wanted to punch was Brady's girlfriend. Oh, Brady, Brady and Brady's Um, girlfriend. I'm sorry. What world as a teenager would you be allowed to have sex like Like, that? Why are you running your household like this? This The way she, she talked to Miranda in Miranda's own home. I was like, my mom, would have slapped me in the face like yes. back in the day and I would have deserved no it like I was like are we just acting like they're supposed to be cool with everything these children want as in Brady and his girlfriend like I'm like it was they just the attitude children. that I was like whoa I, no me too and then rock and the they mitzvah they just uh-huh. decided they didn't I'd have been like no you're getting out there mm-hmm. and you're doing this mm-hmm. period yeah. In no, the no children, yeah, the children were not good. In yes. no world would a parent be like, you're not, no, it's okay. You don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, no, those children, like they yeah. spent thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in planning on this. And the day of you're literally supposed to go out there in 30 seconds. And you're like, I don't want like, yeah. no way a parent would be like, uh, yeah, that's fine. You can just sit here. No, no way. No, mm-hmm. but and again, so our synopsis is, rife with issues but we love it and we need another season we need I a season not two. miss an episode any version of carrie is a carrie that we need okay exactly it's thursday morning i am like oh my god new episode of miami and new episode of and just like that like i like cannot watch it soon enough i know i got behind a few weeks on it just like that and so like earlier this week i like binged the last like three episodes late at night in my bed on my ipad and i just was like which okay i'm obsessed now with the song that aired at the end over the credits, not the last episode, maybe the second or third to last episode. And it was a Billie Eilish song I'd never heard called Billy Bossa Nova. Oh, and I had really? to look it up because I liked it so much. And now I have been listening to it all day. Billy Bossa Nova. That's the whole name of the song by Billie Eilish. And it was, they, it was over the credits. I think at the end of the episode, maybe where Carrie went on the first date because the, mm-hmm. the lyrics are kind of like, you never know what's going to happen. It was like really slow. But I, I, at the time, I was like, is that Billie Eilish? Just the way it just sounded like her, but not. It was really good. Billy Bossa Nova. Okay, I'll look that up. I'll look it up. Yeah, super good. What's next? All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this one. Okay. Are you guys watching the Olympics? Yes, I am. Not as much as I watched the Summer Olympics, but I am yeah. watching it. My heart goes out to Michaela Schifrin. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that was terrible yesterday. I mean, her just sitting on the side of the hill and just not. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. So what, what happened? Because I missed that. I missed it. What happened? So, she fell <laughs> like, well, a, she, so she's lot. had two events so far. Her first event, she, she fell. I think mm-hmm. her second yeah. event last night, she like, she, she like missed a flat, a missed, a, a gate, a, a gate, a, a gate. Yeah. She missed a gate. And so she was just done within five seconds. And like, she's number one in the world. That was her event. 
She won gold in 2014. In and she's, and she's, she's only one. She's like crazy champion. I don't know all the numbers, but like, yeah, it's a foregone conclusion. Essentially. Like if Michaela Schifrin shows up in that event, she's probably going to win. Yeah. And then she, she's just done. She does have some more events, but what, but last night, yeah, she just Ugh. went over to the side and sat there with like her hands and her, her head in her hands for mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. how do you go on? How do you go on? Well, I read today because I didn't get to see her interview with NBC because I was like, if I was her, I mean, no one could blame her if she just was like, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, then she finally came out, I guess. And I read the transcript of it today, her interview with NBC. She said, it truly makes me, she explained kind of what happened and why she thinks it happened. But then she said, it honestly makes me question the last 15 years of my life. And I, I know I saw like, that too. I saw about her skiing and if she, yes. yeah, oh, I, know. I was just like, God. I was like, no, no, no. Like anyone can have a bad day or just one little slip. Literally. She said she slipped, like slid a little bit, like literally anyone can have a slip. Like you're still the best in the world, but like, oh yeah. Just the, even a still photo of her. I saw it this morning. It was like one of the top stories on like ESPN. It was just a picture of her when she was sitting there with her head in her hands. And I was like that poor little angel. Well, she's had a really, is it almost two years now? Or has it been a little over a year? Her father died who her father was like her everything and her coach, Mm -hmm. I believe even, Mm -hmm. and he died in an accident and she really hasn't been the same. It really, she thought about quitting and I don't, I want, I, you know, you just wonder about the mental healing that maybe hasn't taken place or, or she didn't realize maybe coming into a setting like this. And especially, you know, those athletes are over there without family and all that. Mm -hmm. So who knows what, is going on. I'm very curious to see. Yeah. She's got two or three more events still to compete in. Mm-hmm. That was her, her big event, her, her like signature. Yeah. Yeah. But so I'm, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll be like a Simone Bile situation where she, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, Simone was able to come back and win a medal. So maybe, yeah. you know, Michaela can too, but yeah, that to me has been, that's the big thing that I've been watching lately. What are some events you've been watching? <laughs> um, well, I, I know who you're going to say, <laughs> I was laying it out there for you. Um, I'm like, have you ever watched snowboarding, Claire? (laughs) Have you heard of the sport snowboarding? I think it's called. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Claire is in a bit of a, gosh, I don't want to say unrequited love, but I, um, it's just that he will be in love with her. He just hasn't, he just doesn't know. He hasn't met me yet. So I, I am in love with Sean White. I have you yet. Exactly. I've been in love with Sean White for years. Um, Uh this goes back (laughs) a long way. Um, and so yes, last night I was watching on bated breath till it didn't, he didn't go until 1130 my time last night on TV. So Lord, I know And his first run, he did not do well, but he qualified to the finals on a second run. Um, and I was just like that's my baby. No, like I was as <laughs> that's nervous. My boy. Yes, I it's so it's so embarrassing. It's so all right, I'm just going don't in. Be okay, I'm gonna, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. So Sean, don't, don't be embarrassed. I love Sean White. I've loved him for a long time. I've had like two men in my life uh for a very long time. One is Tom Hanks. I've been obsessed with him since I was a little bitty girl. Mm-hmm. And then the other is Sean White, who I fell in love with. Um, I don't know a while ago now it's been 
oh gosh, who knows when I first fell for Sean? <laughs> but it's been a long time. <laughs> Claire's been so deep in love with him. Her mother at one point said, no, I can see you guys together. <laughs> she got her mom believing it. Was okay. Not, was legit not, was being so dead serious. Yeah. Yes. Because you, know, at some point you, you, you have to support your child. Okay. You do. When, especially you do. at a time I was pretty low in my life when my obsession was really at a fever pitch. Um, it was when I was living in Los Angeles and things mm. just, you know, weren't the best for me. <laughs> things, were, you know, being turbulent and dark. Claire said earlier, she got evicted from an apartment in Los Angeles, not Claire's <laughs> fault. Let us say that that is a clarifier. It was no. someone else's fault. Whatever. A lot of sour gummy worms were consumed. That is true. Had a lot of heartburn. Um, And so anyway, this was prior to some Olympics. I can't even remember which one it was now. It's been several Olympics or maybe it was right. It was right after an Olympics because he had won and um, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone and he had on the American flag leggings and no shirt and he's wearing his medal. And uh, just side note, I had told my friend James, who listens, hey, James, um, that that Halloween, I was going to dress in that outfit for Halloween and walk into <laughs> a party with just leggings and topless and a medal and see if anybody said anything. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I'm sure yes. James was like, yes, like you have to do it. We were hysterical no, over that idea. Just imagine, like, Jacqueline, imagine you and I get to the party before Claire and then we turn and people go, Claire's here. And we turn and Claire is fully topless with an Olympic medal that she's made out of a Yoplait yogurt cup lid exactly. and paper clips office style. Yeah, I would just I, be like, I, I just, you know what? We just, I think at this point, we needs this. Right. <laughs> I love the idea of just acting like what? Yeah. Like, Hey, happy Halloween. Yeah. What are you, um, but, you looking at? So anyway, my friend James and I were living together in LA and I was in love and I got wind cause I was fully psychotic in terms of trying to figure out like what's Sean doing. Um, I find out there's going to be, he's going to be making an appearance at the Burton store on Melrose. Burton is like a, you know, they make apparel for like skaters and skiers and stuff or just skiing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make snow, like snowboards and yeah, everything snowboard. too. Yeah. And I think at the time that was his brand, his sponsor, but I think he has his own stuff now. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I decide as a full, like 25 year, no, 24, 24 year old grown woman. Yeah. <laughs> that I needed to go to this signing. And so I was like, okay. And so I like leave work early. I go, I race home, I get changed and I make James come with me now. So the whole night before I was like, what am I going to do? I have to do something to make him remember me. Like I have, mm-hmm. this is my moment. Yes. And so I it's had decided and I knew he was going on a trip to China. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good to say it out loud. Doesn't it? Claire it feels good. <laughs> Guys, you don't know what a big moment this is. Claire has only ever shared this story in extreme private circumstances. And she texted us this week and said she considered sharing it. So just know you're all very special right now. I just felt really empowered last night watching him. And I was like, you know what? I'm owning this and I'm putting it out there. And so it was the night before and I decided, okay, at the time I was working at Barnes and Noble and I decided that I was going to buy him a little travel book or no, sorry. No, no, no. I decided I was going to draw him. (laughs) 
Oh, it's so good. It's so good. good. I was going to hand draw him like an actual serial killer, Mm -hmm. um, a booklet of Chinese words and like pictures to go along with it. Um, I'm (laughs) not an artist and I don't know Chinese. (laughs) Uh, I was like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be so memorable. But Mm -hmm. you're an artiste. Yes, it it, it would be very memorable. And thankfully, because James is a good friend, he was like, you cannot do that. Um, (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) So what I did is I bought a little tiny like pocket travel translator for China for China. Like it was like places to go and then like also helpful phrases when Uh I was at work. Uh huh. And I put my phone number in it. Because <laughs> I thought <laughs> he's gonna see this and think, "Whoa, yeah, <laughs> to know more about her." He's like, "You know what would make this better? I bet that bitch can draw. I bet she can draw." I need oh my to gosh, like her artistic ability. <laughs> so anyway, with travel book in hand, um, we race to the Burton store. Okay, and we wait in line on the street, and it's all. I would say 11 and under boys <laughs> and me. <laughs> hey, hi. You stood out. I did stand you out. You achieved it. I sure you did stand out. Not in the way you planned, but you did. And I mean, I remember what I was wearing to this day. I was wearing this shirt. I was wearing this striped shirt, t-shirt, okay. and a that I bought, no joke, one day because I was out with friends, like just one afternoon at a shopping mall and, um, I had gained a bit of weight and my clothes were simply too tight. So this was the striped shirt that I bought because I needed something that fit a little looser. So that's what I was wearing on top. Feeling good. Feeling great. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. I was wearing love, this, this love, little love. black skirt. Um, it tucked that into the skirt. Uh, mm-hmm. it was a, uh, American apparel uh, back when that was cool, waited in line, got into the Burton store and I'm like flipping out thinking about like, oh my God, like, when am I going to meet him? What am I going to say? How is this going to go down? James is gassing me up. There's a little dog walking around and I was like, oh, this is Sean's dog. It wasn't Sean's dog. Um, and I'm psycho for thinking I know it's Sean's dog. So anyway, it comes time for me to go. I'm sweating. Oh, like I'm out of a fresh hot shower. Like (laughs) back is so like saturated wet. And I wait in line. I have no recollection of what I said. Um, I did have him sign my Rolling Stone magazine that he was on the cover and I got a a poster signed by him Mm -hmm. and I gave him my little book and there was like a handler there and the woman who like, we're all like the same age. I think Sean and I are the same age. This woman appears to be the same age. And when I handed him the book, I was like, well, I heard you're going to China. So I wanted to give you this. And he, she was like, oh, that's so sweet. And like, I was a little baby. And that was the moment I knew I needed to walk into the middle of Melrose Avenue and just oh, no. let whatever is going to happen, happen. But the you thing know. is, is for years, and I mean literal years, I'm probably three years, three to four years. I answered my phone every time an unknown number called because I was oh. like, this is the moment. 
because like, I've always had the same number. And so I'm like, he called. What if he calls? What if he did? Like, well, yeah, that was realistic. Is no, he- it wasn't, Jacqueline. It was not realistic. There was nothing realistic about it. Let's stop saying it's realistic. <laughs> Here we go. We all. Can- this is on all of us. We gas you up, just like James did in the late in the in the day. Jacqueline's still doing it. We're like, stay in there, mom, Claire. I can see all together, and now he's in this relationship with that Nina whatever girl, and it hurts me. Who? I gotta look this up. Nina Dobrev. He's what? Oh, what? What? Yes, you guys. Stop it. Okay. I'm oh no. They're like really together. Oh, they are. Nina Dobrev and her dogs cheer on boyfriend Sean White as he makes Olympic qualifiers. You haven't been there since the beginning. That's yeah, right. <laughs> Would you draw him a you book? You don't even know. <laughs> Nina, you might you might be in a relationship with him, but I was in the old paper DMs. <laughs> I basically gave him a paper version of a DM back in the yeah, day. I slid into his DMs via a Chinese translation book. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure he's talked about me. So yeah, I would say this year, that's pretty fitting. I would like honestly send her an apology. Say, hey, sorry, Nina. I know things are probably. Honestly, slide into his DMs right now. Do you still have that Chinese translation book that I gave you? Because <laughs> you're in he, Beijing. And imagine, can, guys, what if we, what if we're watching the Olympics and we see and they're like, oh, here goes Sean doing his traditional rituals before he hits the slopes. And we look and he pulls it out of his pocket and he like flips to a certain page and is like, He's been in love with me all along. Yeah. And he lost your number. It like got wet and it, and it smudged. That's his loss. You know, I still have a little, I have a, I have, I'm like Lloyd Christmas. I feel like there (gasps) is a chance somewhere in the world. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know, neither of us are married. So it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Why not? So yeah, I'm watching the Olympics. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So she baited us guys. She only brought it up and we laid it out there for her, but you all now know the Sean White story that literally has been a secret story between us all for years. And James, thank you for gassing her up that day. You've made this story half of what it is. Oh gosh. Remember back in the day, James would text us, um, name ideas for the episodes because he would listen to them and be like here are my picks of what you guys should name the episode yeah. and he would send them and it was so sweet we'd be like oh what a great because t- he would just listen and pick out the most ridiculous moments <laughs> he's so still good listening. He's, he's giving james me- we love you yes we love it you. was james's it was james's party where we had the infamous splits incident in chicago that was james right. birthday party and it was a heater it was so fun that will be a day that goes down in infamy it will I'll never truly never forget it. I've got a physical impairment because of it. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, just a little Olympics update. Chloe Kim won the gold. <gasps> Yay! I love her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so yeah. proud of her. Yes. I am too. I love her. I will say I am usually like super obsessed with the Olympics. I think it's just like the coolest thing ever. And as cheesy as it sounds, like it's just so fascinating to see these like like uber, uber, uber elite athletes, you know, compete in this way. And I, I have been bad at watching it so far. And normally the winter Olympics is my favorite thing because I know how to ski and I know how to snowboard mm-hmm. and I love figure skating and like, like all of it. It's just so fascinating. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It does feel different. Um, this, I think for a lot of reasons, like we just had the Olympics, the pandemic, there's no fans, the, all of the 
um, political and human rights issues that are going on. And then also, I think, what was I going to say? I think, I don't know. I think we're about Sean. I think about Sean. (laughs) Literally, literally literally can't think about anything. (laughs) I, well, I just think maybe it just, uh, we're all, the world is just in a weird place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what normally makes the Olympics so exciting is that obviously between the summer and the winter Olympics just themselves, there's four years, but even between the summer and winter, it's a full two years. So we're all so excited that it's back again, but because the 2020 got pushed back a year, I feel like we just had the Olympics. It was like 120 days ago or something. And yeah. And I know, I know we're like, we're only five or six days in, but like America hasn't been doing as well as we're used to. Like we are like used to coming in and getting gold. We just got our first gold medal today. Yeah. Which is, oh, wow. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And so, and we we haven't really been blowing the doors off the Olympics. No, but I mean, there's still plenty of time left and, you know, but, and like, I, I tweeted last night, I called them the flop Olympics. And then like, I literally less I saw your hour, tweet loved yeah. it less than an hour later I was like fully in like tearing up watching Sean and I was like wait I'm I'm in I love this I I, I can't help it so you mm-hmm. know I think it's it's good I love it I wish I would have watched or so far I'm glad there's time left because I do want to watch more events because it is so cool it's just such a rare event where the it's world so comes together yeah, yeah. I would yeah. love to be a downhill skier I think they're amazing that they go so they go 80, 90 miles an hour. I cannot fathom that. Like cannot. Cannot. I mean, I remember going downhill, like or down a mountain on emotionally, me too. Yeah, that that as well. <laughs> on skis like that. And like I probably was going like 10 miles an hour. And it was like at like I, I remember just getting to one point being like, I don't know, like I feel like I can just lose control at any second. Mm-hmm. So going any faster than that is just. I can't even fathom it. It's gotta, I mean, it's gotta be nuts. You have to be be going that fast and you're not on any type of motorized anything. It's just like, what? You in the snow, baby. I saw this, I saw this tweet the other day and I think it had kind of gone viral. So I don't know if you guys saw it too. And I cannot remember, um, which female athlete had tweeted it, but she was, I think she was either a snowboarder or a skier, but she grew up in Minnesota And she tweeted like, oh, like when I was nine, I started going off, um, you know, ramps and I started doing jumps to look cool to my friends. And now I'm at the Olympics. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. All of these people started nowhere and now they're in the Olympics and potentially winning a medal. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a dream. I, I still wish I could be in the Olympics, but I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that it's truly never going to happen, but what, what a cool thing to get to do. Yeah. Amazing. Go for like curling. Curling. I don't want that. No. She wants to go fast. Really fast. All right. Is it Sean White? Yes. Um, is it favorite self-care time? Yeah. Let's do it. Who wants to start? You start. Okay. I'll start. Okay. My current favorite and Claire will know it's an oldie, but a goodie for us, but I fell off the train for a little bit, but I'm back baby in a hard way. Cause they were on sale at Nordstrom and I bought a three pack Mario Badescu face spray. Heck yeah. Rose water, green tea, lavender. It was oh, a yeah. triple pack. Y'all Ooh, I've, I've been using so them. Good. 
Oh, they're amazing. Claire got me hooked on them years ago. And I guess I used it all up my last one, probably a year and a half ago. And then I just never restocked. Keep that green tea it. in the refrigerator. <gasps> oh, ooh, that's ooh. good. Yes. I need to do that. Cause I already like you spray them on your bare face or when you're wearing makeup or what, like how you how can do, you- do both what I do. So I keep, I took one to work and have it at my like makeup station in my office. So I spray it on before I put my foundation on just cause it like hydrates my skin. I kind of use it as a primer, but the main thing I use it for is I spray it on my face morning and night before I put my skincare on. Like it's like an extra layer. It's like when you get out of the shower and you put your lotion on your skin, when your skin's still wet, that's kind of what I think of it as. And it says that on the bottle, it's like spray it on your skin before you moisturize as like an added layer of hydration. Mm -hmm. So I spray it on my face morning and night before I do moisturizer. And then when I get to work in the mornings, cause I always do my makeup at work, I spray it on there again. Um, sometimes I'll spray it on after I do my makeup, but sometimes I don't cause I just forget, but I am back to that. And I'm obsessed. The green tea is the best. Although Claire, I do not keep it in the fridge and I need to like the green tea one is. I always so get that one in the fridge when I've had it. Yeah. And it's it like just- $7 a bottle. Like they're wow. not expensive and it's a nice, like I would say pretty well luxury skincare brand. Um, and they're, but they're awesome. I've seen the size of those bottles and those are pretty like, that's like it's a, a decent size. size. Yes. Yeah. Matt stole my lavender one because <gasps> at first he tried to act like he like years ago when we were first dating, like I'd be putting it on, not when we were first dating, we would have been dating a while and he, I would like be spraying it on my face at night. Like we sitting on the couch, like taking my makeup off or something, spray it on. And he would be like, Ooh, spray me. Like kind of like acting like he was joking. Oh no, the boy loves it. I got the three pack and he goes, could I have one of those? Can you come spray me? So he was laying in the bed. So I just walked over there and sprayed him. And then he goes, can I keep this on my side of the bed? And I was like, okay. So now I'm down to two, but uh, you know, he's hydrated and looking just plump and fresh. Anything for good skin. Anything for good skin. Loves it. Um, My self-care thing that I'm doing, and it's also skincare related because Claire and Jacqueline will know anyone that's traveled with me at all or spent the night with me knows I really never take my makeup off before bed. Um, I like to go to bed with a full face of makeup on. If I've got a winged eyeliner on, I want to take it to bed with me. I don't know know what happens in the middle of the night. Exactly. I could be, uh, there could be a house fire and I have to be interviewed on the news. I have to go live. I have to, I don't know, go to a midnight party at Sean's white, Sean White's house. Is he inviting you to parties? Well, it's a party for his dog. You know, that one that you saw, (laughs) it's a party for his dog. (laughs) So Bailey, we're close. We're going to take this offline and oh, we're going to fight. <laughs> okay, perfect. Claire, Next week, it's just Jacqueline alone because we've both problem. been arrested. I'll just be like, hey, guys, so I have more to say about and just like that. <laughs> it's just Jacqueline alone. <laughs> she never addresses the fact that we're both gone. She's just like, anyway. Hey, so oh, so <laughs> I admitted on my TV show, the Lee and Haley show last week, because our producers asked us, what's your grossest habit? And I admitted that I don't wash my face most nights and that I hate it. I just am tired when I go to sleep and I don't feel like dealing with it. I felt so ashamed, like saying it out loud. I have taken my makeup off and done a full skincare routine every night for the last like 10 nights. Haley. I think I'm, I know like literally I've like washed it in the sink. I've either done, or I've done a makeup wipe or I've used one of those makeup erasers. So I'm still trying to figure out my favorite way, but I was like, I'm 33 years old. Like I've got to stop using the excuse of like, but I'm tired. It's like, no, well, you're so, I really think I'm getting, cause what do they say? It takes what? 30 days to form a habit. I'm like, I'm like on the way there yeah. and my skin feels so much better. Cause I've, I've been blessed. I have pretty good skin, but I've always thought, man, imagine if I 
really took care of it at night, I would you've probably gotta, be better. You got to get one of those. So like, you know, those Clarisonic brushes that have yeah. a little thing. I have like an off-brand one from Costco. Oh, yes. I love it. Like okay. it, it just like cleans my skin and I only use it at night. Like I don't, I don't, um, wash my face in the morning, but at night, like when I use it, even if I don't put makeup on that day, the way it massages, um, my face and just the way it feels is so good. Yes. You just feel it, like get that extra like cleanliness. I don't know how to describe uh-huh. it. But it is my favorite thing, but normally wash, like taking off my makeup, even if I don't even wash my face immediately, at least just taking a wipe and taking it off is like the first thing I do when I walk in the door. Oh, I like, I'm like, I had to get this mascara off my eyes. Like I got to get my lashes off. Like, I'm like, I have to take everything off my face. Like I just mm-hmm. want to like be able to like touch my eyes and my face. And I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm on. I'm getting there. I'm doing it. So I'm doing the do. And that face spray is half the reason why. So that's what's going on with me. Favorites and self-care. Okay, Claire, what's up? Claire, what's going on with you? Um, my favorite things. Okay, I have two very little ones. Um, okay. one is a, a Twitter account that I have followed for a, a while now, but lately I've just had like a really renewed appreciation for. And I was like, why don't I share this with everyone? Cause I want everyone to love it. It's not yeah. 65,000 people follow it. So it's not little known. It's called Liza Minnelli outlives. And oh, it's, I'm going to follow it right now. I get like all of my news from Liza Minnelli outlives. So these are examples of tweets like, um, Liza Minnelli has outlived Rudy Giuliani's time as a contestant on The Masked Singer after he was given a, given the boot in an upcoming episode. Liza Minnelli has outlived the men's final of, of the Australian Open. Rafael Nadal won and now holds the record for the most Grand Slams. Liza Minnelli has outlived Tom Brady's NFL career. Like, oh. it's, it's, Liza Minnelli will soon outlive Stephen Breyer's time on the Supreme Court. Like, it's pop culture. It's real news. It's and they only tweet when Liza Minnelli has, in fact, outlived something. And then like, um, or if someone dies, like Liza Minnelli has outlived. Louis Anderson was one. Liza Minnelli has outlived Jenny Wynn's time on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I, it's dang, just, they are on top of everything. Dang. Every time something comes up and I see it, I'm like, I love this account. It's just so That's so funny. What a funny, like niche way to look at everything like through her lifespan. Yeah. And then my other, this is so silly, but I noticed this last night when I was watching euphoria and I needed to share this with someone and I haven't had a chance. So I'm just sneaking it in here. Um, there's a new character where there's several new characters, um, on the new season, but there's a new girl. Her name is Faye. And I have to look up every actor as I'm watching something on IMDb uh-huh. and like, oh yeah, know their life story, know everything about them, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Faye, <laughs> oh. I, I, get, I get on her, um, I get on her little account on IMDb and her name is Chloe Cherry and she has a suggestive looking photo. And so I'm like, okay, well, no judgment. So I click on her bio. I'm just gonna read it to you. Very cute and slim five foot seven blonde Chloe Couture was born on August 23rd, 1977 in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. She grew up in the Philadelphia area, 
Moreover, Couture was involved in the yearbook, morning announcements, and musical productions while in grade school. Chloe did her first hardcore shoot at age 18 for the top company Reality Kings in October 2015. She has subsequently gone on to work for such notable companies and adult websites as Mofos, Porn Pros, Mile High, ATK Galleria, Digital Sin, Casting Couch X, Step Siblings Caught, and West Coast Productions. And that's it. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, um, well, she's an adult film star. Okay. But as I was first, as <clears throat> landing on a bio and it starts very cute okay. and slim, I was like, what am I about to read? Yeah. You're like already like, okay, very cute and slim. Oh, yes. I was okay. delighted by this discovery. I was like giggling to myself. And I mean, whatever girl you do you but it was just not what I expected not and what it, you expected yeah. it truly put a smile on my face when I read it because it was just it was just something well, it's I honestly like an ongoing joke where people say people do porn to try to make it mainstream to try to make it in acting it's like she's actually doing it yeah go Chloe go go Chloe go the best life yeah. she's the one everybody talks about her lips yes right yes yeah. okay yeah. yeah okay um uh, in self-care, I have started back up. Um, I'm on my third day of yoga with Adrian. <gasps> Adore. Adore. Yeah. She's one of my absolute favorites and I love doing yoga. And for a while, like when I was in Lexington, I would do yoga at a studio at creative in Lexington, or mm-hmm. I just kind of got caught up doing other workout classes, but I really love doing her videos and it's free and at home. And I did the first one a couple of days ago and I was like, wait, I need to start doing this again. And so I, today was my third day and I just really enjoy it. So I'm hopeful I can keep doing it because it does just make me feel better. And mm-hmm. I like moving my body in that way. It just feels good for many reasons. So that's my little endeavor that I'm on right now. I love that. I love that. I've done yoga with Adrian before and she oftentimes every new, is it every new year? She Mm -hmm. does 30 days with Adrian and you do a third, you do yoga once a day, every day for 30 days. And then that's what I started. Okay, good. Okay. I'm going to get back into it by doing the 30 days. And so I'm on day three. She's the, like, she is the yoga version of the first season of Vanderpump Rules. She is so real. Like she really, like she is a yoga pro, but I think she's around our age. If you guys have never watched her yoga with Adrian, she is so normal and real. Like she gets, she's limber as hell and can do all these crazy poses, but she doesn't make you feel like a piece of shit for not being able to like hold tree pose or something like. Right. No, she's her, her, whatever. She's got it, whatever it is. I, I, that's, she's exactly what I want in a yoga teacher. And I would like love to be friends with her. <laughs> she just seems cool. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Is it, is she, did I dream she's in Texas? I think yeah, I made in, that up. In Austin. She is oh, in Austin. Cool. Yeah. I wonder if she ever does like actual classes in person or like she events. Does. She, she <gasps> used to more and she does every now and then I like, I follow her on social media and every now and then yeah. she'll say she's teaching or she'll, she'll do a retreat or something like yeah. that. Um, but, uh, I know, I know it would be so cool. Yeah. All right, Jacqueline, what's going on? Um, what's your fave? What's my fave? Okay. So, um, last night I watched the Tinder swindler. Oh yeah. I watched it too. Uh Guys, Uh it Uh is riveting. Yes. Because. 
this guy is psychotic, but the girls are kind of nuts as well. They get swindled. <laughs> nuts all around. <laughs> in the whole time, it's just like a bunch of nut jobs. And they're just like, they're like, yeah, well, you know, we were only dating a month, but he, he asked me. Um, if he could use all my credit cards and get out like the $50,000 loan. And so I just gave it to him because he said we were going to get married and he was in a hard spot because people were after him. And I was like, what the, I'm like, none of that, none of that was a red flag that hit you in the face. Yes. It's very interesting. It it was only like maybe two episodes. It was really good. Um, It's just one Oh, is it just one episode? Yeah, I think it's just a movie. Yeah, it's like a long one part oh, documentary. Okay, yes, then that's what it was. But um, <laughs> well, I just remember it being like kind of long, and I was like, wait, is this one episode or is this? It turns cool? out she actually just signed up for a Tinder account last night and didn't mean to. And she's like, I am catfishing so many idiots right now. <laughs> well, I went to the bathroom. Like you're all crazy. And I was like, the second episode start. That's where my head was at. <laughs> Season two is about Jacqueline. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> well anyways okay so watch it if you haven't because we're going to talk about it next week it is yes. so interesting it's just very entertaining um and it was just it was kind of fun to watch a weird documentary on netflix and i Man, like i love. like the, the the documentaries that um netflix makes me too. Me too. They've, they've had some great ones. Yeah. Like the staircase one was pretty good. I, I don't know. They've, they've had a ton. Yeah. They've so. had a lot of good ones. This is kind of like in that same alley. If you've liked any of the other um, documentaries that Netflix has made, this is a good one too. The yeah. craziest one of all time abducted in plain sight. <laughs> Guys. Never forget. Yeah, never forget. Not, I mean, the, it only got crazier. I'll never forget that moment. That and one you moment, it, you know, you know, guys, and if moment. you haven't watched it, we won't blow it for you. Watch abducted in plain sight and you'll know when the moment happens, you'll know you'll what we're know. talking about. I, I think pop. everyone across the world that was watching it collectively paused the Netflix so they could sit there and absorb what just happened. Oh yeah. Look at I each think other everybody talk think- to the room. <laughs> yeah. Like what? I'm, what? Yeah. It was a white, what? It happened. And I was like, uh, and I had to rewind it probably two or three times to be yeah. like, Okay, I didn't just actually hear that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Really happened. I missed. I've been chasing that high ever since. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) it was great. It Um, was. It was shocking and thrilling and devastating. Um, Baffling. It was just like, what is happening in this family? Yeah. It was like no one is safe. No one is safe in this family. No one. That family was the fire festival. (laughs) Like that family. A one hundred percent psychotic. Um. In self-care, um, I, um, so there's this peeling thing that I use. It's like an exfoliant by the ordinary that I love. And it's like <gasps> eight bucks for the whole thing. Um, is it the blood mask? Yes. It literally, amazing. Looks like you're, you're okay. Uh, sorry to be gross, but it literally looks like you're smearing period blood on your face. <laughs> It has that really weird, like that dark, it looks like blood, but it's like a little darker and you're like, uh, yeah. And like, you, it's like a thin layer too. So it like, it's like the coloring of it, like looks super weird on your face, but it is so good. Like I have red cheeks and it has helped with the coloring of my face so much. And mm-hmm. then I pair, I pair it with, um, a gel mask by Peter Thomas Roth. And I got, my favorite one 
was discontinued, but I shared it on my story last week. It's oh yeah, yeah, saw it. It's refilled at well, they just they discontinued it for some reason, and then I guess they changed some of the ingredients in it. Um, but um, they have it on QVC for like buy one get one. It's like you can literally get two for like fifty two dollars. And oh heck yeah, favorite mask ever. So I ordered that, and then today I was at Ulta and I got this one by Peter Thomas Roth, and it's um the cucumber gel mask which I haven't tried before, but I plan on doing the ordinary mask followed by this, which I normally do the rose stem cell one after Mm -hmm. the the ordinary one. So I'm very excited to see how this does, but cool. Okay. Cause I, I have been out of these gel masks for like over a month and I normally sleep with the jet, with that rose stem cell mask on my face, like two nights a week. Oh, wow. I've got a lot to learn about nighttime skincare. So keep this coming. Go to, go to bed with a full face of makeup. Yeah. I yeah. Just, like, I, That's what I do. Especially like if you sleep with it on, it's a thin layer, but then I keep them in the fridge. Okay. Everybody's keeping their skincare in the fridge. I got to get on this. So you do. This feels I, good. Honestly, it feels so good, especially these gel masks. Like even if like at night, if you put like a thicker layer on and you only leave it on for like an hour, it feels, it's like just so calming because initially it's like kind of cold, but then it just like, oh, it feels so good. Yes. Heaven. I okay. would recommend it. Yeah. All right. I need to add that now because now I'm a nighttime skincare gal. So, okay. Woo. That, that is my self-care. I normally do that. Um, obviously weekly, but I finally re-upped my, got the goods. I got the goods again. So I'm feeling like my, I'm going to feel like myself here in about an hour. So, Oh yeah. You're going to do it tonight. Excellent. Okay. Oh, that yeah. sounds good. All right, gals. We've done it again. Look at us go. What, how long this is. It feels like we've been talking for two and a half hour. Oh, two hours. No, only two hours. Only two. Just a quick two hours. Hope your hey, drive you went what? well. I Honestly, I could have I used it today on my commute you, home. It took me over an hour to get home. I live. Oh my gosh. Months. There was some terrible wreck. I think, I don't know. And then I accidentally took the wrong turn. Oh still, no. Still new to my, my area. Mm-hmm. Even I grew she up just shows up at yoga with Adrian's door and it's like, I'm lost. Don't help me. Sorry. It's John White. I didn't oh. know, you know, you live in Dallas. Oh, <laughs> I wish if Sean White moves to Dallas, send in the FBI because I will be doing something inappropriate. (laughs) Yes. Claire will just be like, you know what? (laughs) My detective skills will come out in a way no one has ever seen. Also, I did some more on Dateline tonight at nine. I did some questionable stalking earlier today with someone completely different. Um, I almost followed someone home today because I was curious about something. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I I didn't, but I wanted to, but I did wanted to, Mm because I knew my luck was I would rear end them. Oh gosh. No. Oh yeah. That would happen. And And then then what do you say? No, then that's when you got to gaslight him and say, were you following me? I need some information. (laughs) And I just, I didn't mean to tap you. Yeah. Be like, I'm just, I'm lost. I'm new to the area. I don't know. As my mom would say, this is not, and this is only an inside joke between my mom and me. And she'll never hear this, but we're not from here. My mom, one time we were at the mall 
in Dallas. We, I okay. grew up in Grand Prairie. She said is- that at the mall in the town you've lived in for decades. <laughs> she goes, we came, we're not from here. She was trying to return something and it was after the return date. Oh my We're gosh. not from here. We're from the town over. We're from the same county. We grew up, She's I grew like- up in Dallas County and here we are in Dallas, Texas. We're not from here. We're not from here. <laughs> and I was standing there. I was like, probably like ninth or 10th grade. And I was like, Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, one day most- she's going to fall down and I'm going to laugh and laugh. <laughs> That's the most your mother thing I probably <sighs> ever heard. We're I, not from here. I love that. <laughs> well, did it work? Like the, her ploy at the Hamilton show where she said, I know we got ticket. Did it work? Did they let her do the return? I, I in my memory, yes, it was a successful oh, thing. Susan oh. is a con woman and she I love it. Woman. No, she's, she's a con, a con woman. She talks yeah. her way in and out of it. She's a, she's got that Texas charm about her. That's for yes, sure. Yes, she does. She's a what delightful a human being. A gal. <laughs> a mess. Well, ladies. All right. Well, I guess we have to part ways. I guess. Jacqueline's got to do her skincare. So do I. Oh, and so does Claire. Oh, I probably need to watch an episode of Euphoria before I go to bed. Okay. And then when you get in bed, you'll watch Emily Mariko. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. She made chocolate covered dates yesterday. Oh, she she made dates. She cut the dates open, filled them with peanut butter and chopped almonds, closed it, dipped it in chocolate and put them in the freezer. And then asked me to marry her. And I said, yes, we're together now. What? Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. insane. I so anyway, in freezer right now. So. Yeah. Emily Mariko on TikTok. She's just an upstart, you know, so give her some love. She's a legend already <laughs> in our group, at least. Last night's New Jersey. So I oh. good. so much, we got a lot Joe to do. Joe and Dia getting in an argument. So it's on my We've team. all got busy nights tonight. I've got to check in on Harry, Hermione. Oh, Ron, Ron. the whole crew, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, that old goose. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. We've talked enough. You can tell we're getting loopy. Okay. I love you both very much. Thank you. We love all of you guys listening and we love Relics Bridal, our title sponsor of this podcast. They are the best located at the Southern Munch enough to get your discount. Till next week. Till next week. Love you all. Love you so much. Adios. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.